Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast. We believe that Jesus is the Son of God and has called all believers to a higher standard of Christian living. If you'd like to learn and grow while understanding biblical teaching, then you're in the right place. Here is our shepherd, Pastor R.L. White Sr. my brothers and sisters watching the broadcast all over this land. God bless you. Say hello to pastor. So glad to have you with us today. Every person on the planet has the power to choose God today and every person on the planet has an opportunity. You still have time to accept Jesus Christ as your savior. Even though you have time today, time is winding up. Amen. And God wants all of us who are believers, who are followers of Christ, he wants us to be busy influencing the world for his kingdom. My brothers and sisters, it is a blessing. Don't take this lightly that God works through you. I told you, God doesn't use you. He does what? Whoever's next to you, I'm very serious. Look them in the eyes and say, God wants to work through you. He wants to work through you. And we need to be busy influencing the world for God because all the stuff I named off earlier, we see the devil is busy. Stop surrendering to Satan. Stop surrendering to peer pressure because you know what the Holy Spirit has for your life. I I, I haven't said in a while, just because everybody's jumping off the cliff doesn't mean you have to jump also. Say amen. Each week when you listen to God's word and you start applying it, the more your spirit begins to realize and to recognize God's voice. God is not a mystery. I said this a few minutes ago. God wants to speak clearly and distinctively to you. And he is speaking. He wants to make sure we're listening to what he's saying. Raise your hand. Let's get down. Say, I am connected to the kingdom. Now raise both your hands. Say, I am connected to the kingdom. Now I'm curious. During the week, remind yourself, I am connected. I may have to deal with a few petty things, but I am And if you're connected as a member of this body of Christ, the Lord said, ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord said, remind my people, Anita Marshall, hear my words. This year is a spiritual battle, a fight that you do not have to fight. Oh, talking about, where's Tyrone at? I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight. Well, I'm not fighting. What you, what you going to be fighting for when Jesus fought 2,000 years ago? And if he won, come on, man. If Jesus won, why are you sitting there? That means I. Hallelujah. I'm connected to the kingdom. Once you're connected to the kingdom, You can't go back to how you used to live because you know the truth. 
and we know it is the truth that sets us free. Here in this text, Jesus warns us throughout the New Testament that all of these things we're seeing, they're not just current events, they're actually kingdom events. The reason I say they're kingdom events because the Bible speaks of that men's hearts would grow cold towards the kingdom of God, and truly we're seeing that every single day. When you're connected to the kingdom, God will bring forth favor. And I love hearing my members tell me, Pastor, I can't believe this happened to me and that happened to me and that. God is bringing forth favor. 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 Stop listening to the devil. I told you he's a liar. What you don't deserve, somebody say favor. Don't just say favor at church. That doesn't do you any good. Say favor when you get up tomorrow morning. Holy Spirit. See, some of y'all are ashamed, but I'm not. Holy Spirit, I'm expecting favor in my business decisions. Favor in my relationships. Woo! Favor. Holy Spirit. Are we going to? It's going to be good. What an incredible night Jesus is having with these 11 men. And during this entire discourse, he's communicating with them about future events. If you can say this, can you look at somebody and say, the Holy Spirit, he's amazing. Some of y'all didn't even do it. I said, look at him. Say, the Holy Spirit, he is Two thousand years ago, the world rejected Jesus, but two thousand years ago, the Holy Spirit came to change the world. I asked this question a few weeks ago, and I want to ask it again today: If Jesus was to return today, do you think the world would welcome him with open arms? You the first one to say it. No, the world wouldn't welcome Jesus because the world is just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The world has his own agenda. And the world's agenda is all about uh, <laughs> slaughter is all about control and Monty. Monty, 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 Monty. Pastor, stop saying that about money. Stop chasing money. Oh, I don't want to. Too hard, too hard, too hard. Okay, Lord. It, it is not God's will for you to work your fingers to the bone. Chasing after money. It is not God's will for you to work five jobs where you have no time for your family, but especially you have no time for God or you. You working five jobs, you ain't got time for nobody. Chasing after only to buy people stuff who ain't thinking about you. No, tell your neighbor, don't chase money. No, see, some of y'all quiet. See, I don't have to chase after money. When you seek God first. Oh, so y'all really quiet today. Well, that's cool, man. When you seek God first, his kingdom his righteousness, 
his way of doing things. You don't have to chase after nothing. The blessing will chase after you. People will chase you down to bless you. Hallelujah. In today's lessons, we're going to be looking at, I have to back up because I did not get to finish. We're going to be looking at verses 22, please write this down, through 24 that contain significant theological implications as it speaks about the departure of Jesus and the mission and the work of the Holy Spirit. When you are connected, please write this down, when you are connected, make it personal, when I am connected, promotion comes. And please hear, Pastor, promotion is not always money. You can have a promotion where you have a season of good health. You can have a promotion where God gives you, Deacon Kelly, a legacy of peace. You can have promotion where you have the power and the authority to break generational curses over your own life. Well, I need a pastor. I need a priest. No, you don't. Open up your mouth and say, I break any curse. I break any curse in my life. That, that curse of anxiety, I'll get there in a few minutes. Because it is a curse. Grow to the point where you realize promotion is going to come because I am connected. Jesus said, just like the bad stuff, Jesus told his disciples, don't be surprised when you hear all this ungodly stuff. Jesus said, don't be surprised. The end is just near. But he also said for the body of Christ, don't be surprised when everybody around you is screaming and you just as calm because your hope and your trust is not in the world system. Oh, let me see. My hope and my trust is in the kingdom of God. Say amen, church. Jesus said that he was going to send the Holy Spirit to help us in this new life. Not only do we have new life, but we're on a new journey. Not only are we on a new journey, but this is a new, write it down, spiritual awakening. That's what this new birth is doing. I talked to you about Jesus used the analogy of giving birth. This new birth, this new life is going to release blessings. It's going to release an understanding you've never had before. Somebody say, I receive it. This new understanding is going to release a calmness in your life. When people around you are upset and angry, you're going to be like super calm. Somebody better receive it. This new life is going to bring about the real peace. See, we talk about peace, but all you have is a piece of the peace. I don't want a peace anymore. Lord, I want the whole thing. I don't want peace just at certain times of the year. I don't want peace just at certain times of the month. I want the peace that surpasses understanding. 
I want that peace when I hear a challenging report. I don't have to freak out. I don't have to fall out because greater. Come on, look at the neighbor and say, I want that kind of peace. I, I want the kind of peace, uh-oh, I, 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 where they say the bombs are falling. Ain't no need of yelling and screaming then if the bombs are falling. What you need to be doing is, I want the kind of peace that doesn't matter what happens in the world. Father, I trust you. And for all my senior members, this is all I'm saying. Father, I stretch. Where my senior members at? My hands. Why do I stretch my hands to you? Because there is, I'll say it for myself, no other help. You can't trust the government. If you withdraw yourself from me, where can I go? In this new birth, in this new life, God is going to raise your level of patience. I said God's going to raise your level of patience. People that have been pushing your buttons, getting on your nerves, they're not going to bother you. I got patience. I got peace. I got calmness. That's what God is doing for the body of Christ. Jesus is literally talking to these men about the future. And that's what we're blessed to live in today. What Jesus said to them 2,000 years ago, we're blessed to see it today. Please write this down. I am living in the future. I am living in, Sister Donna, the future. I am living in, look at pastor, the future. Say it for yourself. I am living in the future. In New York City this past week, they just released 20 robot dogs. Anybody see it in the news? Thank you. 20 robot dogs that's going to be patrolling New York City. Robots. We are living in the future. Today, we're going to celebrate because Jesus is the one who overcomes all pain and suffering in this world. The Bible says that through his death, through his burial, and through his resurrection, we have now been adopted into God's family when we accept Christ as Savior. There's no other way to be accepted into the family of God until you repent, turn from your ways, and accept the Lord Jesus as your Savior. I'm not going to back off. There are not multiple ways to get to the Father. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the only one that can give us hope in this eternal life. Don't put your hope in the world system because it's all temporary. Remind yourself, 
even in my pain, even in my struggles, even if I have to suffer a little bit, my hope and my trust is still in Jesus Christ. Tell your neighbor, say, that's not going to change. I mean, how many of you made up your mind, that's not going to change? I I've been walking with God all this time. I've been trusting him year after year, decade after decade. It's not going to change. I don't care what the world says. My hope is built on things that are eternal and not temporary. Verse 22, chapter 16, pastor's reading from the Amplified Bible. Jesus said, so for the present, you are also in sorrow. You're in distress. You're depressed. Jesus said, but I will see you again, and then your hearts will rejoice, and no one can take from you your joy, your gladness, your delight. Now I want to make this known. I find it very interesting I'm going to say this live and in living color. My Bible is a 1986 Amplified Bible. They're not in print anymore. I've searched everywhere. I can't find this anywhere. It's tore up, but I can't let it go. How many of you know what I mean? I find it very interesting, though. I have probably, I have several Amplified Bibles, but I find it interesting, 86, 96, 2006, 2014, 2019 and now the 2023 edition they all remove the word depression these men the Bible says they were depressed because their savior their friend some of them did understand with their limited knowledge who he really was and they got depressed because the one they depended on he was leaving in verse 22, look at it carefully. Jesus acknowledges the reality of their sorrow. And I said this last week. Don't just bury your head in the sand. If you're sad, if you're in sorrow, there's a reason for it. You don't have to run, and that's what we're learning. The more, look at pastor, the more you make up your mind that, God, I want more of you. But you got to say it. No, but you can't force nobody to change. A person has to grow themselves to want more of God. God, I want more of you. And do you know what God would do if you ask the Holy Spirit, I want more of you? This is what he would do. He will push my flesh down. So if the Holy Spirit pushes my flesh down, make sure you're open so he can fill you up. That's why so many people are angry and upset because they're full of themselves. Uh, I said they're full of themselves. It's not about what I want to do. It ought to be about, God, what do you want me to do? God, how do you want me to act? The world is so angry and upset at everything. Every day, somebody's in a bad mood. Don't you have a good day every once in a while? Look at your neighbor and say, Pastor's talking to you. 
Well, pastor, you know how it is. No, I don't know how it is because I've grown to the point where you're at Faith Walkers. I've grown to the point where I can say it every day. This is the day. The Lord has made it. I, I, I'm not going to be sad. I'm going to rejoice. Why are you going to rejoice, sir? Because greater. It's, it's, it's very challenging to go to a bad place when you have greater. It's kind of challenging to get stuck in a certain place when you have greater. It's not about just saying it. It's about living it. It's not about wearing a t-shirt. It's about God changing your heart. If you find yourself gossiping, uh-oh, here we go, lying, putting down someone, you're walking in your flesh. If you don't understand something, learn how to keep your mouth closed. The Holy Spirit will give you confirmation if he talks to you. Somebody say greater. Look at verse 22. I'm going to get it all in today. Jesus said, at the present moment, look at it, at the present moment. That shows that Jesus was absolutely aware of how they were feeling. Stop letting the devil trick you into thinking God doesn't know how you feel. Jesus is God. Please write it down. He knows. He cares, Anita. And he understands. The Bible says they were in distress and they were depressed. They were human just like you and I. And look at pastor. The church needs to stop this because this hasn't been taught. The people in the Bible, we call them the biblical characters. We were taught as children that they are way up here. Well, never made any mistakes. First of all, that's a lie. <laughs> never done nothing wrong. Then you got to erase the Bible. Moses wasn't perfect. Joshua wasn't perfect. Elijah wasn't perfect. The apostle Peter, he denied Jesus three times, yet God still worked through him. It's not too late, but you can't. Keep the world system in your body and expect to have room for the Holy Spirit. The biblical characters, we viewed them way up here and we said we're way down here, but that's not true. We're all human. And when you accept Christ as your Savior, you're on the same plane as Moses. Oh, some of y'all ain't ready to hear this. You have the faith of Abraham and Sarah. When it says they were depressed, don't get too hard on them because if you're not careful, the devil will try to bring depression to you. The devil tried to remind you. He's good at that. Look how lonely you are. Nobody called you today at all. Oh, I guess I'm on. See, some of y'all trying to pretend. The devil will speak to you, but you have to tell him to shut up. Tell him where to get off. 
tell him where to go. I'm not listening to any de demonic force that speaks to me. I'm only tuned into heaven. I know I'm on the right frequency. So anything the devil says is null and void. <laughs> Sorrow, depression, disappointments can come from all kinds of places. But some of it is also the effects of sin in our lives. You can't continue to sin over and over and over and expect there not to be consequences to your choices. Say amen. Whatever it is in your life that may have you sad or, or fearful, the spirit of fear, that's not from God. That's a demon. When you do things out of fear, that is not of God. Pastor, what do you mean? Here's a great example. Senator Dick and Kelly. Dick and Kelly's my brother, and he calls me and says, hey, man, let's get together and, and, and play some hoops. And I don't call you back because I'm busy or I'm doing something or I didn't see your call. Fear says to me, I'm making it real so you can understand it. Fear says, if I don't call Dick and Kelly back, He's going to be mad at me, so I better call him back. Stop reacting out of fear. If I don't do this at work, they're going to get mad at me. Stop reacting. Oh, y'all quiet. If I don't buy this person a special gift, stop reacting out of fear. And listen to Pastor. 80% of the things we do, and I break that spirit right now, 80% of the things we do, we do it out of fear. I am not going to operate in fear when I have the spirit of truth living inside of me. No, stop. If you really hear me, say amen. amen. Right on. Jesus sent us a helper. His name is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here to help us. The church needs to realize, we talked about this in the past, we talk about the importance of physical help. We talk about the importance of spiritual help. But our churches need to talk about the importance of mental health. Mental health is very important. You have to make sure you take some self-care for yourself. I said this years ago, and I have not said it in a long time. How many of you work somewhere? Wave so I can see you clearly. Thank you. Listen to pastor. Mental health is important. Don't just take off work when you're sick. Take off work sometime when you feel great. I'm trying to help you. Take off work sometime to give yourself a personal care day. Pastor, I can't do that because they need me to do this and need me to do that. And if I don't do this, 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 it'll all fall apart. Die. I dare you to die. No, I triple dog dare you. And the world... Take some time for your own mental health. And that's what Jesus was concerned about the disciples this night. He knew he was laying a lot of stuff on them. 
He knew they were stressed and they were depressed. Some of them were crying. We'll get there in a few weeks. Some of them didn't know what to do, but Jesus was aware of what they were feeling. Put everything down. Touch yourself. Don't touch anybody else. Close your eyes, please. I'm very serious. This is interactive service. Repeat after Pastor Jesus. Well, some of y'all haven't said his name all week long. Jesus, I'm depending on you and what you did for me to carry me through. Jesus hung up on the cross so we wouldn't have to. Jesus went through all kind of torment so we wouldn't have to. But we've allowed the world system to trick us into believing that we got to suffer, that we got to be in pain, that we got to be depressed and stressed and blanked out. No, we don't. Greater. I'll claim it for myself. Greater is he that is in me. That's what I love about God. How many of you really in tune with God? Because God, somebody run up here. God is so good. When the Holy Spirit is really living in you, he can tell you straight out to your face who've been praying for you, who've been talking about you. Oh, y'all quiet. I said he will tell you to your face, because one thing everybody needs to realize, we got to make sure, help me out brothers, put your hand out, that the kingdom is in front of my own agenda. And you can tell when somebody got their own agenda. Ooh, y'all quiet. We got to make sure the kingdom is first. Seek first. And then all these other things will be added. Give me some, man. Why would you not want to acknowledge the Holy Spirit and he does a plethora of things for the body of Christ? Helper, counselor, friend. Come on, church, stand by. I know who he is. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He is, say it, make it personal. He is my helper. And to anyone watching this broadcast or listening by radio, or you're going to listen to this, this this coming week, listen to pastor. Suicidal thoughts are not from God. And the church needs to talk about this, man. It hurts, Pastor, when I hear about someone taking their own life. Say, Pastor, they were so happy. They were so joyful. Just because a person's smiling. Come on, let's be real. You don't know what a person's going through. But one thing all of us can do is pray for each other. Encourage each other. Say amen. So if it's anyone that's been thinking about suicide, it's the devil that tells you, take the whole bottle of Benadryl. Don't do that. God wants you to live and fulfill the destiny he has for your life. If you hear me, somebody holler amen. amen. Look at verse 22. Jesus said, but I will see you again. 
That's the promise of joy that is to come. Jesus is telling them, your hearts will rejoice again. Why will your hearts rejoice? Because I have hope. Please write it down. I have hope. The world doesn't have any hope. But I have hope. The promise of joy is a reminder to all of us who are maturing Christians that even in the midst of it, my hope is in God. Jesus said over and over throughout the New Testament, believe in God, believe also in me. We look to Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. We don't look to the world system to fill our hearts with joy. People tried that last weekend at Worlds of Fun. Is it too soon? Worlds of fun, and look what happened. Don't look to the world. Oh, some of y'all quiet. Don't look to the world to fill your heart with joy. You got to grow to the point, man. Where, how many of you ever pumped up a tire? Back in the day, they used to have old foot pump, and you'd have to, and that'd take forever. Now they got the electric ones. You plug it in and and then pump up your tire, pump up your ball. But you got to come to the point, man, in your Christian walk where you stop depending on people to pump you up. When you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror, got a couple of grays up there, boy. Uh, got, a, got a couple of shiny spots up there. I'm talking about myself. But that's okay. God is kind enough to let you look in the mirror. Put your false teeth in. Check your extensions. But God is kind enough for you to look in that mirror and recognize who you are. That ought to be enough to say, Lord, I praise you. I bless your name that you've allowed me to see another day. As long as you have breath in your lungs, you still have hope. Well, pastor, they said the cancer spreading. You still have hope. Pastor, they said I'm going to have to take these pills the rest of my life. You still have. Come on, clap your hands in the house. Get your Bible. Tap somebody. Tell them, say, you still have hope. To every born-again believer, this verse should mean something to you on the inside because it emphasizes the joy that comes from Christ comes from within. You can't buy stuff trying to fill up an empty void that only God can fill. It won't work. Say amen. We need God. No one can take this joy from us, the Bible says, even in the midst of unbelievable circumstances. Jesus was telling his 11 men that night, he said, I know this is a lot I'm laying on you, but be of good cheer because I'm sending someone. Our hope is not found in temporary things. Our hope is found in the eternal promises of God. This is my source 
Amen. This is literally the words of God. How am I supposed to live? God has given us the map. What am I supposed to do? God has given us the instruction book. What am I supposed to do about my family? God has given us. What am I supposed to do about demons? God has given us the answer to demons. Put the demons under your feet. Cast them back to the pits of hell where they belong. Somebody say, I believe the word. Come on, say, I believe the word. The word that God gives us is not for 2,000 years ago. It's for today. And the Holy Spirit is bringing all of this to the forefront. Please write this down. Don't allow anyone or any demon to steal your joy. Stop it. You're a maturing Christian. You're not a baby Christian. Well, pastor, you don't know what happened. Stop it. You're a maturing Christian. You're not a baby Christian. I was saying to people this morning, you are stronger than you think. Say amen, church. We haven't said in a while, so we'll confess it in the sanctuary. Say, I am stronger than I think I am. Stop saying what you can't do. Start talking about what you can do. What does the Bible say we can do? I can do. Come on, I can do what? I can do what? Through who? Through who? Where's the power source? In Christ, the Bible says I can do all things because of what he did. Because of what he did on Calvary. And the thing is, he didn't have to do it. But he did it out of obedience. He did it out of love. Somebody give God some praise today. Come on, give him praise. The joy that Jesus is talking about here is not a temporary emotion or a feeling. You don't come to church for an emotional feeling. You come to church for information, confirmation, and revelation. Because you can come to church and get your shout on, get your groove on, do whatever you have to do. And before you get to your car, the devil can try to throw you a strike. You can't come to church and just be on emotional high on Sunday and down in the dumps on Monday. That's called a part-time Christian. Say amen. When greater is he that is within me, when the Holy Spirit is within you, please write this down. You know what God would do for you? He gives us balance. The Holy Spirit wants you to have balance in your life. He doesn't want you to be unequally yoked. I gotta teach a class soon. I gotta teach a class. I know, Holy Spirit, I got to teach a class. Maturing Christians, when God gives you something, when the Holy Spirit gives you something, stop surrendering your authority. Stop surrendering your authority. When God has made you a promise to fill you up with joy and with new life and new patience, 
Don't surrender to the devil. Oh, devil tell you, oh, that worked good when you were in church. No, devil, it works good when I'm driving. It works good when I get home. For me, it works good when I come back to church. Speak to the devil. Don't allow him to get away saying all this stuff to you. And the devil, you know why he's talking so much now? Because all he's hearing is, I wish you could do it. TikTok. I'm not talking about TikTok either. Y'all don't know what TikTok is? All the devil's hearing is TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. You know why? Because his time is running out. But see, the devil's an imitator. But I also hear the Holy Spirit saying, are you listening? And I'm speaking, and I'm showing you things right in front of you. And people saying, Pastor, I'm receiving blessings that have been right in front of me all this time because I don't know why God didn't give it to me before, because you weren't ready. But now, since some of us have been through the fire, some of us have been through the flood, some of us have been along the journey for a minute or two. Now God is ready to pour out his spirit of joy, of peace, of prosperity, of healing. Now is the time for the body of Christ to walk in authority. Walk in your authority. How many of you have uh, kids in school? Stand up. Kids or grandkids in school? I'm trying to bless you, Holy Spirit, coming straight from heaven. The next time you're around your kids or your grandkids, touch them on the head. You ain't got to, well, some of them, they act like they need this. Or y'all like, I don't never do that, stop lying, just do better. You have kids or grandkids, lay your hands on them sometime and bless them. Maybe their parents don't know what to say or how to do it, but don't get, wait, don't stand before God and say, Pastor White never told me. Use a lie, because I'm telling you, bless those kids, because any child shh, being born in today's society, the devil wants to get them. But the devil can't get them, because God's already. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture enter into his gates with thanksgiving enter into his courts with what with what with what bless his name for the lord is what look at somebody say i know he's good come on tell somebody say i know he's good his mercy is everlasting and his truth where's the truth his truth his truth better than the world better than the world better than the world come on give him praise there's no one stronger than god the devil doesn't have anything compared to what god can do hallelujah god's truth endures to all generations what you're talking about pastor what god has promised you stand up i don't know i'm picking on you. what god has promised to do in your family it'll stand it'll stand for your kids 
for your grandkids. It'll stand until the Lord returns. His truth. Look at verse 23. Jesus said, come on, let's get deep in this, man. Circle this. Jesus said, and when that time comes, you will ask nothing of me. You will need to ask me no more questions. Uh-oh. I assure you, I most solemnly, I tell you, underline this, that my Father will grant you whatever you ask in my name, presenting all that I am. I have to leave my notes. Do you know who Jesus is, first of all? See, they were just looking at him as, isn't that uh, Mary's boy, Joseph's son? <laughs> He's not just Mary and Joseph's son. Jesus said, representing all that I am. The issue is, people don't know who he really is. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is God. When you ask something in the name of Jesus, there's so much creative power in his name. Demons tremble just at his name. There is no other name in heaven or on earth above the name of Jesus. Do you know who he is? I know who he is. Uh, he said all, all that I am. He don't have to do a piece of nothing. All, all. What we said earlier, I can do what? There it is again, all. Because greater. Stop looking at yourself like I, I'm just a nobody. No, I am somebody. I got somebody living in me. Look at Pastor. Depression, get under my feet. Worry, get under my feet. You've been sick, tell sickness, get under my feet. Get under, while you standing there, my feet. Get under my feet. Get under, hey, hey, hey. I got to get this in. I got to get it in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know he's a healer. Oh, I'll stay here. I know he's a healer. Come on, lift those hands. I know he's a healer. There's things you've been dealing with for decades. I know he's a healer. 
There's emotional issues he's healing you of right now if you will open up your spirit to receive it right now. Holy Spirit, have your way. I'll say it. The physical abuse you dealt with as a child, why are you not standing up? Holy Spirit, I give it to you. I said the physical abuse you dealt with as a child, I release it. Say, I release it, I release it, I release it, I release it. And then someone say, Pastor, I didn't suffer any physical abuse, emotional abuse. You were called all out of your name. Come on, say, today's the day. Say, I release it. Open up your mouth. I'm trying to bless you. Say, I release it. Look at Pastor. Uh-uh, I got to be real with you. The reason so many people are angry and upset is because they were hurt as children. And God wants to break any stronghold in your life. Sexual abuse that you endured as a child, it is broken. Lift your hands. You don't have to tell anybody what it is. Say, I release it. Open up your mouth. This is your day. I release it. I'm not going to carry my past any longer. The hurt I've been holding on to, I release it. Come on, say, I release it. Please stay in your seat. Say, the hurt, the pain that I've never let go of. Today, come on, get excited. Today, I release it. Listen to pastor. Even as a child, the hurtful words that were said to you, even as a grown adult, the way your husband treats you or your wife treats you, we release them today in the hands of Jesus. I'm not going to carry it any longer. Repeat after pastor, I break. Look at pastor, look at, look at pastor. I break every stronghold in my life. God has given you the authority. Look at pastor. God has given you the authority. God has given you You are not a failure. God has given you authority. You're not second class. God. Get your hands up. Satan, we serve notice on you. Wherever you are in the universe, we serve notice on the demons today. On your patrol, on your policemen. We serve notice on your soldiers devil that they have no power in our lives now somebody celebrate God come on celebrate God come on and celebrate come on and celebrate come on and celebrate I'm very serious. Hallelujah. Keep those hands up. Wave your hand in the building. 
Feel his presence. Yes, the Holy Spirit's in your house at home. Yes, he's in your car. But this is the sanctuary. This is called the house. Some of y'all, I'm talking about you. I said wave your hand. I didn't say hold it still. The blessing comes through your obedience, not through your understanding. What God is getting ready to release, you better be free to receive it. Because the gospel is going to bring you closer or send you further. And somebody said, closer, Lord. Closer, Lord. Come on, look, look up. Closer, Lord. Strongholds are being broke this day. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for the connection. Heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Now, right where you're standing, look at Pastor. I'm trying to show you the proper way of doing things. Shh. Do your hands like this now. Because I want you to know, when you do your hands like this, you're saying, Lord, I'm open to receive. Prayer, communication, is a two-way street. We've made our petition known to God. Leave your hands open. Now he's going to make his words clear in your heart. Lord, speak to your people. Give them the words of wisdom that you want them to have. How to fix relationships with their families, with their spouses, even siblings. Thank you that you're giving them keys of wisdom today. Thank you for that connection that we have. Even though the devil tries to break it, he tries to throw the body of Christ off course, but he's alive. Thank you that you've already done it, Father. When you sent Jesus 2,000 years ago, you've already done it, Father. Holy Spirit, speak to your people today. Oh, wow, look at you. I see him in this place. I'm going to say it. There's angels in this place. Demons have to leave. Demons have to leave. Demons have to leave. There are no demons in your house. Demons have to leave. There's no demons in your spouse, in your children. Demons have to leave because the Spirit of God is dwelling like never before. Lord, we receive it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands. Come on, I know you received the word. God bless you. Love you. People ask me so often, Pastor, when are you going to teach this class? It'll be very soon. I'm waiting on the Holy Spirit to tell me because the Bible says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Shake off worry. Shake, stop being so angry. Shake off anger. And people are angry because you've been hurt and disappointed. But I told you, God is fixing you on the inside. Hallelujah. 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 All right. Interactive time. Get your Bible. Get your Bible. Get your Bible. Get your Bible. Hallelujah. Interactive time. Hallelujah. Please listen to Pastor carefully. Stay in your seat, but everybody in front of you, on your row or behind you, tap them. Say, God is fixing me.
Come on, tell somebody, God is fixing me. Peace. God bless you for listening to this message. It is our prayer that you receive it in Jesus' name. Emmanuel Church is building, changing, and inspiring lives through the power of Jesus Christ.